The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Find out how ComBank can support you and your business during this time by visiting combank.com.au forward slash coronavirus. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 14th of May. In your Squiz today, COVID's mystery illnesses, Hong Kong's new normal, hackers target a celebrity law firm, and fur teens. This is your Squiz today. In these coronavirus times, Claire, our medical professionals, our scientists, our governments are paying extra close attention to anything that could be related to COVID-19. One of those that has emerged in the news recently is an inflammatory illness that resembles Kawasaki disease or toxic shock syndrome. There's a suggestion that it is linked to COVID-19 because it's just appeared out of the blue and it seems to follow along a pattern of symptoms that has been a result of the coronavirus. And it's concerning, of course, because they don't really have an answer. But COVID-19 is a new virus and they really have to keep a track of how it's affecting people. And it's for this reason that the Prime Minister has asked the Chief Medical Officer to commission some research into it. There's no cases here in Australia and it's very unlikely to be a threat. I'm sure that'll come as a relief to many and probably has people wondering, if the threat is so very low, why are we looking into it? Very good question. And it's because our low number of coronavirus cases uh, that we are able to really be a good baseline to see what happens over the coming few months. We currently see 200 to 300 new cases of Kawasaki disease each year. If there's a spike in that, even when our coronavirus cases stay low, then it might not be connected to coronavirus. But certainly when it comes to global research, we're a really good place. Uh, to be able to keep a track of that. Also, Australia has some of the world's top Kawasaki disease experts. There you go. Important to keep in mind also that this mystery illness, I guess, is just one of a number of medical conditions that could possibly be linked to coronavirus. There's been reports of strokes, of blood clots. But tell us about COVID toes. COVID toes, isn't that a really delightful thing to be Mm. thinking about first thing on a Thursday morning? Apparently what happens is that if you've had a mild case of coronavirus, perhaps be able to tell because your toes will go a sort of pink inflamed sort of colour with the blood vessels uh, really not behaving the right way. It's just another one of these sort of things that they think this inflammatory effect that COVID-19 is having, uh, it's really not a nice thing. No, not great. You're right. Let's move on. Update (laughs) on some stories from yesterday. As we mentioned in the podcast, there are growing trade tensions with China over meat and barley exports. It's a bit of a tipping point. So it's no wonder our trade minister wants to chat with his Chinese counterpart. He's anxiously waiting by the phone for a call from his Chinese trade counterpart. Uh, That hasn't happened yet. He says he can't really tell why that hasn't happened. Meanwhile, the state premiers and business leaders in Australia are very concerned about the rift that's developing there. And just to round out yesterday's updates, for those wondering, our treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, tested negative to COVID-19. On the economic front, the Commonwealth Bank boss, Matt Common, yesterday said the worst case scenario is that house prices could fall by 32%. That's by the end of 2022, and that's if there's a really deep and sustained economic slump. He says it's really the worst case scenario, and it's in line with what the other major banks have said in the last couple of weeks about how house prices could be affected. 
to Queensland now and the Treasurer there is looking into buying Virgin Australia. Buying a stake at least in it and it had uh, previously offered when it was sort of declining into that administration period, uh, either giving it a loan or some kind of guarantee or financial incentive. Queensland is particularly interested in Virgin Australia because its head office is there, because there's a lot of crew staff that operate out of Queensland. Uh, Also, it is a really big uh, airline that flies into a lot of the tourist centres in Queensland. Uh, And of course, Queensland has a history of being closely tied to Australia's aviation. That's where Qantas started. So it says that it's part of the the bidding process. Uh, Those indicative offers are coming back to the administrator tomorrow. They hope to have this whole process tied up by June. Stand by. And this next one was in the spotlight for the better part of 2019. That's the pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong. They've been on hold whilst Hong Kong has been in lockdown, but have started up again recently and are especially spurred on by proposed government legislation that would make it illegal to insult the Chinese national anthem. It's interesting, Kate, isn't it? It felt like most of last year that we were talking about Hong Kong every day. But of course, that slid off the page as they got towards the end of the year and then the coronavirus crisis hit. But Mm. protesters are back on the streets. There's been arrests there, as you say. That seems to be building towards something, particularly as it's approaching what they're calling protest season. It's the anniversary of the Tiananmen Square massacre and also of Hong Kong's handover uh, from the British to China coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah, those pro-democracy protesters really not happy about that proposed legislation that would make it illegal to insult the Chinese national anthem, an offence that would be punishable by up to three years in prison. Claire, Facebook uses a combination of human moderators and artificial intelligence to identify posts on its platform that violates its policies. So we're talking about violent and sexually explicit content. The people hired to look at this material filed a class action lawsuit in 2018 claiming they developed post-traumatic stress disorder as part of their work and were seeking compensation and now they're set to get it. Can you imagine being in that role and seeing the stuff that they would see that comes online? Of course, this came into really stark focus after the Christchurch uh, mosque massacre last year and promises that they would do more to keep content uh, offline. But that does take sometimes people to look at it. And it's a commitment that Facebook says that they have to make for them to really be a safe place. Well, while we're on dodgy cyber stuff, the law firm representing some of our biggest celebrities has been hacked, Claire. I think dodgy cyber stuff is the technical term. So, <laughs> good, I thought uh, so. <laughs> Good of you to nail that, but (laughs) yes, it's been uh, really a turbulent time for Alan Grubman. He is a lawyer who represents pretty much anyone who's anyone in entertainment. We're talking about Madonna, Elton John, Lady Gaga, The Weeknd, like the list just goes on and on and on. Older stars as well as really contemporary ones, you can imagine. Yeah, the secrets that this guy would have would be incredible. Uh, When you get to really keeping their data safe, um, that lawyer is heading towards a really big issue. That ransom uh, is quite a stiff one. Experts say that there's really not a lot that companies can do in this position and that ransoms really are paid uh, by companies who are trying to keep data private. But of course, you're basically on a pinky swear that they're going to do it. Amazing, isn't it? 
Uh, and it, finally, something much lighter, although quite serious if you're a dog owner. Turns out man's best friend goes through the terrible teens, just like the rest of us. Yep, they're dirtbags as well when it comes to getting to those adolescent years. Of course, your puppy that's just adorable and delightful when it's sort of under the six-month mark then turns into a bit of a terror, some research says, and that certainly was my experience, as I remember. He was on, yeah, such a really good path and doing everything that I wanted really? to do with the training, and then he sort of decided that he didn't want to listen to me anymore, but he eventually came back around, and apparently that's an experience that happens quite a bit. <laughs> Everyone with a teenager listening is nodding their head furiously. Yes, I understand. Uh, Fingers crossed they do come back around. Yes, that's right. And it's Thursday, which is uh, Squeeze Shortcuts Day. This morning we have one out on the Federation. It's something I've been thinking about as I've watched our federal government work with our states and territories on their response to COVID-19. So we tackle a bit of the history of Federation, plus questions like who's responsible for what, why the federal government is bailing us out, but the states are telling us what we can and can't do. Yeah, it can be quite technical and it's really one of those ones that's a lot of assumed knowledge when you're reading the news about how these things work. So we unpick that, which was um, a really good refresher for us too. It was, that's for sure. The email subject line, what are we singing today, Claire? Wishing and hoping and thinking and praying. That's the song, uh, Dusty Springfield, that I always think of when I hear about someone waiting by the phone for someone to call. (laughs) And that, of course, is our poor trade minister, Simon Birmingham. His situation at the moment, waiting for his Chinese counterpart to give him a buzz. Just call me. Just call me. That's all from us. Enjoy your Thursday. Larissa is still nursing her voice back to podcast quality. (laughs) So (laughs) you've got me again tomorrow. We'll chat to you then. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit for member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy to understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.